0: people are asking for my signature too I've got so many requests I have to I have to shorten it I just have to sign kBw
1: are you doing a, a limited edition run of now five no and made with signatures from you
0: no 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 I've got promo photos I did a professional photo shoot
1: oh I see a professional photo shoot
0: next to a horse
1: next <laughs> next to a horse okay I was I was
0: jealous but <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, my name is... Scott yo. Is that a younger product? It's gonna be... Jeff. The green, Rise to the top. Oh, yeah. And you're listening to... All of the great action figures from our good friends at Hasbro. The Fully Postable. Have your own WrestleMania with all your favorite figures. Wrestling figure. Made sold separately from LJS. Podcast. And we... Me-
0: are the Mount Rushmore of professional <laughs> wrestling. Hey, welcome to episode 381 of the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast. Longest running episodic wrestling figure podcast going today. My name is Jeff and sitting alongside next to me is my real life brother, not storyline brother, Scott. Scott, say hello. Hello. Scott, what's going on, dude? Dude, how good was Backlash. Uh, Backlash was fantastic, dude. I know, I know, we're a wrestling figure podcast, yada, yada, yada. But hey, let's dive a little bit into wrestling because that show was fantastic.
1: It really was, man. And you and I kind of touched on it before we started recording. And it was funny because I literally had it like number one in my notes for tonight. Bad effing bunny.
0: Yeah, that dude is over in Puerto Rico.
1: Oh my gosh. And not only that, but say what you want about people coming in. Outside people like celebrities or whatever coming into wrestling, getting wins over established superstars. Say what you will, but that guy put in work, and he looked incredible in that match. Kudos to da- um, Damian. Oh gosh, what's his name now? Damian. Uh, Damian Priest. Damian Priest. Oh my god, I wanted to call him Damian Martinez, <laughs> which would be a hybrid of Damian Priest and uh, Punishment Martinez. Hey Sorry Scott. Hey that.
0: Scott. That's a uh, Damian's R O H name.
1: By yes. the way, hello
0: everybody, I'm back again this week.
1: He uh, he jumped in quickly this week, John. Yes,
0: yes, because uh, I have wonderful news. You mentioned Bad Bunny, and uh, he Bad Bunny has asked me to perform one of his songs on my Now album, so that will be on Now 5. <laughs> There's only one little problem with it. And what is that? I don't know if I'm gonna be able to do the song, but I'm, I'm gonna give it my best effort.
1: Okay. Good for you, KB. What's the what's the problem? What's the, why why can't you do the song properly? You think?
0: What What do you think?
1: I I don't know. I'm I'm waiting on you because you're the expert in this field. Apparently, with your with your five now
0: albums. Well, if you read the lyrics to the song that he came out to, because that's the song he wants me to perform on my now album.
1: He oh, he specifically requested you for this too.
0: Yes, yes. Uh, he he says the c word in the lyrics, so I. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, so I I, I can't curse, so I... Gotcha. I oh, know. I thought you meant Cena. No, what it's a C word. You're n- talking about the bad word, the bad C word. Yeah.
1: Oh, gotcha. Wait, he,
0: does he use that word? I
1: have no idea.
0: Hold on, KBW, tell me what word this is. I guess in the lyrics he says cabron.
1: Oh, does that mean a-hole? I think so. I see. Oh, I see. So KBW is not comfortable saying that.
0: No, I can't say that word, so I have to change up the lyrics, but I have to get approval through Bad Bunny.
1: I see. See if you can change it to Caballo. What's Caballo? Which
0: horse. Horse? Horse. Okay. Uh, let me see. Da, da. Hung like a horse. Okay, I might be able to... I might be... <laughs> I, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> What's I, wrong with this guy? I might be able to do that. You're right, Scott. That's a good... That's a good... <laughs> I, I might be able to change it to hung like a horse. Oh. <laughs>
1: Good. Well, you know, then my mission is accomplished here. I'm so happy I was able to help you figure out how to work it into the song.
0: This dude can't say Cabron, but he can say Hung like-
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where he draws his lines. I, I, I really don't know.
0: I don't know either. But anyways, that, that was my exciting news for this week. And- well,
1: congratulations, KBW. That's excellent that you're in touch with Bad Bunny. Next time you talk to him, see if uh, there's been any contact from Mattel about a wrestling figure.
0: Nothing yet. Uh, if he is available to them, you know they'll make they'll try to get him in a line. But nothing. Oh, yet. I see. Nothing yet. Okay. So yes. the standard answer. Thank you. Yes. Copy and paste.
1: Gotcha. Yes. That's gotcha. Thank you, KBW. I appreciate that.
0: By the way, I would like to drop a hint for a figure that's in my letter to CEO Voser. Oh, a hint. A hint. This wrestler. I have this immaculate idea for this amazing figure. Immaculate was in WCW during the Monday Night Wars.
1: Hmm. That really narrows it down. Thank
0: you. Uh, I there's gonna drop a hint. I'm very excited about this figure. I've been working, I'm at the part of my letter where I'm working on his figure specifically. Is it Lash LaRue? It is not Lash LaRue, good guess though. Hmm. I don't know yeah. what other hints I can give without giving it away. I
1: see, yeah. We can't narrow it down from they're part of the Monday Night Wars. No, no. I see. Yeah, so that gives us a good uh, three or four years to to really drill into two different promotions.
0: Drill into it. That's what she said.
1: <laughs> Jeff, you know what? If I were you, I'm just going to warn you. Plug KBW's ears. I would be careful. He seems pretty horned up tonight.
0: <laughs> I know. He's talking about like hung like a horse and stuff. <laughs> Jesus.
1: Yeah, and he's talking about like getting drilled into. Like I would I would just be concerned if I like watch your leg. Watch your leg.
0: He can't say Cabral, but he can say hung like a <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he has weird standards this guy's something else anyways <laughs> anyways has he walked away he has he's in a he's gonna go continue working on his letter
1: i like how he big times us he doesn't even say goodbye he i just know like wanders off
0: at least before you used to go goodbye everybody you know stuff like I, I, I,
1: yeah you do a pretty good impersonation to him by the way thank
0: you that was that just came out of nowhere i guess i've been around him too long
1: I think so. You're starting to sound like him when you want to.
0: I guess so. I guess so. Anyway, yeah, I like how he
1: big times this. He just wanders off. Yeah. Anyway.
0: Yeah. Anyways, back to the backlash pay-per-view.
1: Yes. Uh, kudos to Bad Bunny. And Damian Priest. And uh, Damian Martinez. Yes.
0: <laughs> Damian Martinez.
1: No, and you know what? Major kudos to him because that match doesn't go off like that without Damian Priest putting in all that work. So major props to him. Major props to Bad Bunny. That was easily my favorite match of the night. The Cody and Brock told a good story. But dude, that Bad Bunny and Damian Priest match. Holy crap. That was great. The crowd was way into it. Like you mentioned, that was like a Road Warriors pop in Chicago, dude. That was insane.
0: Can I tell you what that match reminded me of?
1: Uh, I I can almost guarantee I know what you're going to say, but go ahead. Go for it wrestlemania play button sting and triple h
0: yep exactly because it had yeah. all the bells and whistles exactly carlito
1: who also got an amazing pop it, yeah holy crap he's totally built now <laughs> where know that come from oh
0: dude he's been jacked for a long time long time like past five or six years dude he if not longer he's been in really good shape
1: yeah he looks great man he's been crushing a lot of apples apparently
0: So he comes out to this amazing pop. It had all those bells and whistles, you know, Savio Vega, Finn Balor comes out. Yeah. It just had that WrestleMania 31 Sting and Triple H play button feeling to it.
1: Yep. Like you said, all the bells and whistles, all the dressing, it was perfect.
0: One of the other things that I do want to mention from Backlash, kudos to the six men that had to follow that match.
1: Oh, man. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Because we've watched so many wrestling shows, especially PWG era, where the first match goes off and the crowd's already spent. Right. And they've got to keep it up. (laughs) Did Jeff say keep it up?
1: Oh, here you go, dude. I'm telling you.
0: Go. Work on your letter. They had to keep that crowd energized, and we've watched so many shows where after one match, the crowd is just completely spent. Takes them out of it. Yeah. Hogan Rock at WrestleMania 18
1: perfect example. Triple H and Chris Jericho had a fine-made event, but because of that match, the crowd was just spent.
0: So, oh, kudos to those six guys to be able to go out there and keep that crowd still interested. So, I also yeah. want to give them credit. Happy for Selena Vega. Anyways,
1: great stories told at that show, the crowd booing uh Bianca almost like Chicago at WrestleMania 22 booing Trish and JR getting pissed about it. <laughs>
0: I, I love Bianca, dude. I know a lot of people. I are, do too. I know a lot of people are getting tired of her, but you know what? She has great matches all the time. She does. She has banger after banger. Great matches. Yeah, dude. that match
1: with Io was great. What an opener.
0: Oh God, dude, that was a fantastic match. <laughs> Anyways. I
1: loved it. Yeah. And yeah. no, you're right. Bianca's great, dude.
0: Yeah, she's a star. I know people are saying Bianca Cena. I've heard that a few times. Hey, whatever. Yeah.
1: She's she's making it happen. Good for her.
0: And she has this long title run, and I'm all here for it. I love totally. it. Totally. What's
1: wrong with long title runs, man? Well, Look at Roman Reigns. He's like, he's putting prestige on that title. So when someone finally does beat him, that's going to be a major deal. Like when somebody finally beats Bianca, that's going to be a huge deal because Bianca made it a big deal by putting all that prestige on the title.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of people come from that era of attitude era where... Yes. People played hot potato with every single title.
1: Right. And you and I are from the golden era where titles didn't change hands that often. But Correct. when they did, it was a big deal. Yeah. But yeah, when they did the hot potato attitude era, it really took a lot of the shine off those belts. And it's taken them a long time to get that back, I think.
0: Mm-hmm. hundred percent, dude.
1: Title reigns need to mean something again. And I honestly think between Bianca at the top of the women's division and Roman at the top of the men's they are really putting some shine back on those titles.
0: Did Scott say top of the men's?
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, KBW back to the pile.
0: How did I find this guy? (laughs) I have no
1: idea. Like, when did he start living with you? I don't know, dude, this guy just find him on the street or something. And just
0: no, he was over at Burger King and I drove past Burger King one day, had to go to target and he was outside eating his Whopper and his chicken fries and he was singing the song, BK, Have It Your Way. <laughs> he kept singing it over and over. So I asked, I was like, hey, do you need a couple bucks do you, to get more BK? And he goes, well, yes. And I also need a place to live. And I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Do you like wrestling figures? And he goes, I'm writing a letter to Steve Ozer. You know Steve Ozer? And I was like, oh, God, here we go.
1: And that was it, huh? It, it was the beginning of a beautiful friendship.
0: It was the beginning. We can stop it right there. <laughs> That's where it started. Anyways, if anybody would like to get any of our shirts, head on over to Pro Wrestling Tees or whatamaneuver.net. You can follow us on Twitter, YouTube, Snapchat, and the book of faces at Fully Opposable, Instagram, Fully Opposable, WFP. You can go back and listen to any of our past podcasts on Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, High Radio, and Spotify. Please rate, and review, and subscribe on iTunes. You can send us any audio questions, questions, or anything else at all. Send it on over to Fully Opposable, WFP at gmail.com. All right, Scott, I know it's on your notes because you showed me before the show. Yep. And I know you're super excited about this. I am.
1: I am. We did a little bit of international toy spotting this past weekend. We were in Sacramento for dance comp. And after dinner, we had to go pick up a couple things at Target. So, of course, I'm super happy. We're going to Target. Boom, right to the toy aisle. And guess what? They had legends on the pegs. And they had one Polly Dangerously left. So I came home with Polly Dangerously.
0: Did Scott say pegs again? <laughs> oh, boy. Nice call back to last week. Get out of here, dude. You suck, man.
1: <laughs> Tell him to get back to his pile.
0: Go back to your pile of notes, dude. Whatever it is.
1: <laughs> oh, boy. Um. I need to change it to shelves. Shelves.
0: Anyways. Books. Uh, uh How stoked were you to get... God damn it! How stoked were you to get that, uh, Polly?
1: Oh, super stoked, dude! So I immediately and it's funny because this is the second time I've done it now, where I've canceled a Target pre-order inside of Target.
0: So while you were purchasing the figure, you're canceling. I'm,
1: yeah, I'm literally in the Target app canceling my pre-order. So I canceled the pre-order on the Head Shrinkers, canceled the pre-order on uh, Polly. The funny part is, is uh, Steve in our Facebook uh, DM group sent a pic because he got his Head Shrinkers in the mail from Target, and he got exactly what I was fearing. And that was one SST, one head shrinker.
0: Oh, I thought you were going to say that KBW was going to come live with you.
1: That wouldn't happen, dude. That wouldn't happen. I have traps set for him. It's a trail of Whoppers and chicken fries that leads to a pit.
0: (laughs) Ooh, piece of Whopper. Ooh, piece of Whopper. (laughs) (laughs) This is like back-to-back weeks of you getting something at Target. Like... Has this re-energized you for figures or has this been like kind of fueling the fire to go back out and hit up a Target or a Walmart? Or are you just happy still doing no. pre-orders from BBTS?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm completely happy doing pre-orders. Okay. That is kind of like my safety net, right? Or my security blanket or the pre-orders because I know I'm going to get them. Okay. But if I happen to be in a store and I see them, hey, bonus. You know, it's just I'm not as out and about as I used to be. So pre-ordering for me is just way, way easier.
0: Okay. Well, dude, I'm glad you got that Paul E, man. And you had mentioned it earlier on your details. It's going to look great next to the WrestleMania. Sorry, not WrestleMania. I almost said WrestleMania 100. Elite 100. Yeah. Stunning Steve Austin, so.
1: Yeah, for sure. For sure. I might even put him next to Arnie Anderson, too.
0: Oh, now you need to get the Larry Zbysko Elite.
1: Oh, man. See, that's the problem. There's only been one. Correct. I haven't priced out Larry Z to see how much he's going for now. So maybe down the road, yes, I'll put him on kind of like the wish list to add to the Detolf, but he's not one I'm going to want to like run out and grab.
0: Yeah. Last week, Scott, do you remember Justin Summer's question? Uh, uh, was it about? It was Oh, a... taking pictures with wrestlers. Wrestlers taking pictures with wrestlers.
1: Yes, yes.
0: So uh, Keith Baracus, who we had on the show last year during the Summer of Saying Do Love, texted me and he said, one of my biggest regrets in wrestling was not going to WLW to meet Vader, when Harley had him doing autographed at at the show, all because I was a local wrestler and what people would think. From now on, I'm going to get my picture and autograph from my own memories. He goes, I met Cardona a couple weeks ago. I don't always post it on social media, but I listen to his show every week. Why not support him and get a picture? There was fans around when I did this as well. I asked him, do the wrestlers ever say anything to you about it? He goes, half and half. My first trainer in St. Louis said, don't be a Mark, which is stupid. If I wasn't a Mark, I wouldn't be doing this. It most definitely a time and a place. If I'm doing extra work, I might not want to go up to Triple H. Can I get a picture?
1: Yeah, that makes sense. What, and that's the perfect person to chime in on this too, honestly.
0: Yeah, I meant to reach out to Breaker, but as I was mentioning before the show, my my consecutive weeks of sickness has uh, continued, so I was not with it this past week. But anyways, I did want to bring that up because I thought that was a great follow-up to Justin Summers' questions. or question. Yeah, that's,
1: that's like getting an expert to answer the question right there. So I'm super happy that Keith reached out to you.
0: Yep. Also, Rinkskirts, I asked him, do you remember his question last week?
1: Oh, I certainly do. Yeah, we got to fantasy book uh, five names into the Grand Toys line.
0: Yes. Remember I asked Rinkskirts, did we do well? And he said, I buy and enjoy all of those LJN figures that you and Scott mentioned, but Grand Toys wasn't looking to change the molds at all, and are only entertaining highly desired repaints. For example, WrestleMania Two Yellow Andre, Blue Heart Foundation Piper and Blue Trunks, Black Ear Adonis, Red Steamboat. So Grand Toys would like to wish you all your best, all the best in your future endeavors. <laughs> So, okay, let's go back. Let's rewind a little bit. So the question was, and I guess we misheard it. I guess we kind of started doing a wish list type thing and a fantasy booking. Okay. So the question is basically going back and doing repaints of earlier figures. So the British Bulldogs would have worked for you.
1: Yeah, but I read it more as like we could use existing molds. And I would guess using existing heads to go on those molds to basically push out a, a special, like, five-figure set. So, so yeah, I, I misunderstood the question.
0: So, I misunderstood it as well. I basically took it as a wish list and who we would do for the next series. So, let's rewind a little bit. Okay, so for your tag team, the British Bulldogs would work.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's an easy repaint.
0: Let's go back into the earlier series of LJNs. Let's pull some figures... And put that into the next series of grand toys. Let's redo this. Let's kind of get a second
1: redo at this figure. So, or at this uh, series. Oh, big John stud's going to be easy. (laughs) Uh, referee. Oh, you could do referee. That's a good point. Yeah. He was referee at five. That's a good point. You could paint him up as a ref. Great call, dude.
0: Uh, That was just thrown at the wall. Uh, you could do macho from WrestleMania five with the orange trunks.
1: True. Yes. Uh, you could do Hogan as, uh, Rip. You take that, that, the, oh gosh, the white shirt Hogan. And you paint him up as Rip so you can have a no holds barred Hogan.
0: You could do that. I don't know if that would have ever entered their brains at that time. It should have,
1: man. Why not get a toy of that? Why did it take however many years until Mattel did it in a two pack with Zeus? Like, why didn't we get that from LJN?
0: Okay, so who else could we do? He mentioned Roddy Piper in the blue trunks, which is a great call. You could do Heart Foundation in the blue from WrestleMania 2.
1: Yeah, and you could do Rick Rude. I mean, I wouldn't want any more of that specific figure. But given his popularity, you could put him out in like neon. We had mentioned, I think, neon green and neon pink.
0: You could do Ultimate Warrior in one of his colorful outfits.
1: Oh, you could put him in like, you could put the uh, face paint on the chest. Make him like WrestleMania 6.
0: Well, this was 1989,
1: Oh, yeah, good point. 90, yeah, 90 was WrestleMania 6, so okay.
0: And actually, 1989, this would even be pushing it on WrestleMania 5.
1: Right. So, okay, so you know what? I had mentioned putting him in his uh, Royal Rumble gear, which was like almost like a red, white, and blue look. You could so do you that. So you could paint yep. up Warrior like that. Yep. That wouldn't be um, Rumble 91. That would be more Royal Rumble 89. Yeah, Royal Rumble 89.
0: Ricky Steamboat, you could put him in something different.
1: Uh, yeah, you could put him in his WrestleMania 3 outfit. You could put him in, yep, exactly.
0: Those are just some that we went back in time and kind of re, redid a little bit.
1: Okay, yeah, I feel bad that we misunderstood the question, but I still had fun doing it the way we did it.
0: I know, me too, me too. But we still got future endeavors, so we suck.
1: Hey, look, as long as I got to put my idea for a Rick Rude that was actually <laughs> play with in there.
0: play with play with yes, is I'm that, happy. Is that a new word? It is now. Play withable. Alright. Play withable. Did Scott use my new word play withable? <laughs> it's in my letter. My my highly articulated figure of my favorite <laughs> wrestler of all time is, is gonna be play withable. And and who is this favorite wrestler of all I time? Can't, I can't tell you. He was in Oh, the, it's in the letter. It's in the letter. He's gonna have all this new articulation that I'm adding. Swivel neck. He's gonna have a swivel neck. A swivel neck. Yes.
1: Sounds like something out of jerky boys. <laughs> Listen here, Swivel Neck. <laughs> I don't need to talk to you, Swivel
0: Neck. Hey, listen here, Jerky. <laughs> oh, so, anyways, well, it was nice working for Grand Toys for a week. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, that was nice. Back to the drawing board. I sent this over to you earlier. I pulled this clip. And what this is, is this is the Young Bucks, Matt and Nick Jackson, going through an airport and them talking about the different signatures that they do for these people, and I will get into this in a sec after this, what these people do that bring up autographs to them in the middle of an airport.
1: On there waiting for us with their little baggies uh, yeah. and they yeah. smiles on their faces. You know what we do to the, yeah. the eBay collectors? Yeah, we give them the house show signature. And Explain what's that? What what's that, that exactly, exactly? What is that? Well, that is a half-assed version of my signature. It just looks like Matt J. Line. And if you buy a real one, you'll yeah. see that I actually yeah. take... I take really good pride in my right. my signature. Same You'll here. see Jackson, It's very legible. You'll see the worst Next signature, yeah. of all time. So
0: look for those on eBay. They're called the Young Bucks House Show F and signatures. Well, what do we have
1: here? We have some eBay collectors here. Well, guess what? House Show signature. There you go, Matt. Jace. I got one more. The House Show right there. Oh, sure. One more. One more House
0: Show version of my signature. So you heard the audio and what this is is this is fans that are buying airplane tech they're getting through security with all these photos all these funko pops all these toys and they're running up to wrestlers as they're boarding a flight and they're having them sign all of their funko's all of their photos all of their figures
1: Yeah, we've seen that video where they have, like, a whole board full of Funko Pops. Yeah. Right? And they're like, Ray, sign our stuff. And it's, come on, guys, seriously? Like, you're obviously a reseller. Like, if you're a little, now you're ruining it for everybody because there could be a little kid running up with one Funko Pop that is literally going to sit on their nightstand in their bedroom that they're going to cherish forever, and you mouth breathers are out there because you have to resell some crap on eBay. Like,
0: come on, man. I know the Young Bucks get so much crap, but they're still one of my favorite tag teams of all time. And this just makes me love them even more for what they do. They do the house show signature. And when you watch the video, you can actually watch the video. I found it on Twitter. What it is, is Matt will go up and he puts Matt J Line, and they call it the house show signature. But when you look, Matt actually signs his name M-A-T-T, and then J Line and they call it the house show signature when they're doing so many autographs, they've got to, you know, they just kind of do a house show signature for all those photos that are gonna be sold. I give them credit for doing this, for separating their signatures, because that's hard to do in the first place, to even do that. Yes, yes. But I, I give them so much credit for doing something like this, because if you go and you look up on eBay, Matt Jackson autograph, and you see that, you're like, oh, this is some idiot that found him at the airport, and they're just doing the Matt J line.
1: But here's the thing. It's still a signature from them. He's still putting pen to paper. And now that guy that's selling that photo has video proof that,
0: hey, he really did sign this. You know what? I would completely do it. I would actually pull the Dean Ambrose DA. Hypothetically, I don't know, Scott, maybe somebody recognizes us from the toys that made us. And we're at the airport and somebody brings up a photo of us on the toys that made us. And they're like, oh my God, Scott and Jeff, I love you guys. It's like some chick, right? And or she's or all, Cartman, yeah. And hey, again, it's the guys from Fingerbang. I'm just
1: <laughs> Am I wearing all white?
0: <laughs> but they run up to us, and you know, hypothetically, I say this is going to get sold on eBay. I would just put like JT. That's not my real signature, but that's what I would do. Is I'd like just grab the pen and I'd be like JT.
1: Wait, are you talking about if you were famous? If
0: I was famous, are you
1: talking about like Jeff right now? If you got approached in the airport for a signature, oh no, dude, I dress. You're you're big timing, people.
0: (laughs) I would dress that thing up, dude. If I was, if I, but if I was famous, it would be like JT, JT. But that's not my real signature. But like, it would, and it would be hella sloppy. Like, it would be disgustingly sloppy. Like, I would push down on the paint pen to make it bleed. So people
1: would think it was a forgery because they would see, because Matt made it very clear that he does a different signature when he's at a signing. Right. Right. Like an organized signing where people are lining up for his autograph. He's going to do a different signature as opposed to these clowns that go to the airport Mm -hmm. with a board full of like photos or figures and have Mm -hmm. them. But see, I don't know, dude, he's still putting pen to item. And that's what bothers me. Like, just say no, because it's still going to be valuable. I think it's still gonna have value because people know that they do that now.
0: See, I would even I'd make that signature so messed up, dude. It would be like I'd be pushing down on the paint pen, making it bleed on the photo every single time.
1: So you're gonna ruin their items. See, I don't know if that's right either though.
0: Well, you know what, dude? It's wrong that these people are one, bugging them in the middle of an airport with all these Funkos. 100-
1: Yes, hundred percent agree with you there. Yes. Oh
0: damn, paint pen bled. Sorry, man. Here, oh, you got another one. Oh, this one's bleeding too. Let me try this paint pen. Oh, that one bled too. Dude, I would mess it up.
1: <sighs> see, I don't. I think it's just easier to say no. I don't. I don't sign for resellers because obviously you know those guys, right? You're gonna see the same guys every time. They're gonna have a number of items for you to sign. Whereas, like again, going back to the example of a little kid or something, they're just gonna come up with one thing. Yeah. You know, if anything, they may just want a picture or say hi, you know, but if they've got a little Funko Pop, all those guys are ruining that for them. And that's yeah. what I hate. Just tell them, just tell them no. You know, go go get a real job and stop this crap. You know, they're cuz they're giving the rest of us that maybe would go up with a figure to try to get signed. They're giving the rest of us a bad name. We're not looking to resell. We want to hang it on our wall and be proud of it. These guys are just looking to flip it for a quick buck.
0: Anyways, stop this, man. It, it drives me nuts, dude. It's just cringe. That's exactly what it is, is it's complete cringe what these people are doing.
1: A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Of course, that's Matt and Nick's prerogative if they're going to do like a house, what they call, uh, call a house show signature. That's fine. But I mean, those guys are still going to make their money off yeah. of even the house show signature. People are still going to want that.
0: People are asking for my signature too. I've got so many requests. I have to, I have to shorten it. I just have to sign KBW.
1: Are you doing a, a limited edition run of Now 5? No. And made with signatures from you?
0: No, no, no. I've got promo photos. I did a professional photo shoot.
1: Oh, I see. A professional photo shoot.
0: Next to a horse.
1: Next <laughs> next to a horse. Okay. <laughs> I was
0: I was jealous, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. At first I was signing keyboard wire and then I was like, this is taking too long. So I had to shorten it to KBW.
1: Well, you know, you could go the Velveteen dream route who would just sign a V. You could just put a K.
0: No, that's lazy. Oh, I see. No, okay. that's, that's the extra what... two
1: letters make it extra effort. Yeah,
0: exactly. Like I I, see. I, I agree with Mox, where he signs MOX. So I side with him.
1: Three letter minimum, three letter minimum,
0: three letter minimum.
1: You know, Roman Reigns does too. He just puts two R's.
0: Yeah, I didn't agree with Roman, Seth, or Dean, the shield. I didn't agree with their signatures. That was two letters, but three letters is okay.
1: Got it. That's effort.
0: Two is right out.
1: <laughs> right. Well done, KBW. Well done.
0: Monty Python.
1: <laughs> yeah, thank you. I got that.
0: Oh, okay, okay. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> <laughs>
1: thank you for clarifying, KBW. All right, I got
0: to go. I'm going to go work on my letter.
1: All right, well, have fun. Enjoy your uh, whatever fast food you're eating tonight.
0: Oh, oh, I forgot to tell you. I'm on a diet.
1: And what is the? does the diet have a name, or you're just counting calories, or no, no, what's I, the diet?
0: I, I go to Taco Bell. Okay. And I order off their Fresca menu. Fre-
1: fresca. Fre- okay. I, I just want you to know that there is no such thing as a Fresca menu anymore. What? Right. So th- maybe the person that you're ordering from remembers the Fresca menu, and we're like this guy. He just he doesn't know. I think it's called the power menu now.
0: Power power menu?
1: Yes, I think it's called the power menu, which is like more protein based, less carbs.
0: Protein based, less carbs, okay. Y- y-
1: yes, I the fresca menu is not a thing anymore. It probably should be, but it's not.
0: Less carbs, that sounds like shit. You mm. you can't say cabron, but you can say shit.
1: Where where is his lines drawn? I, uh, dude, I'm I don't so know. Baffled.
0: Where'd you get the horse from? Anyways, get out of here, dude. <laughs> I'm gonna ride it to Taco Bell to go order off the Fresca menu. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>
1: he didn't listen. I know. <laughs> he didn't listen. <laughs> fresca menu. Wow,
0: taking it back to the Fresca menu. <laughs>
1: <laughs> also, I think Fresca was a soda. Is it? But I knew what you meant.
0: Well, isn't it called me? It was KBW. Isn't it called the Fresca menu?
1: I knew what KBW meant with the Fresca menu. I but I don't think it was called Fresca. It was like something along those lines. But Fresca was a soda. Or is a soda? I don't know if they still make it or not.
0: He might be drinking that soda, too.
1: <laughs> Maybe. He's uh, horned up tonight, too. I think he's adding a little something to his fresca.
0: I don't know, dude. I just think it's funny. He can't swear, but he can he, he can say shit and... What hung, do you say? like a horse. Hung like a horse. Uh, that's actually not swearing.
1: And Peg. <clears throat> like He's on one tonight, dude.
0: Who's this Peg lady?
1: <laughs> she also goes by uh, Peggy. Peggy? Yes.
0: Oh. I've heard of Peg Ing, but I, that's somebody's—that's oh. somebody's name. But anyways, <laughs> Anyway, Scott, are you ready to get I've into? Heard the, of this? Yes. You ready to get into the news? Let's talk about it. All right. All right. Let's start off with Foco. <clears throat> Money Inc. was shown off. DiBiase will be in his white suit with the million-dollar title. IRS will come with a sweet mullet. So check those out at Foco.com.
1: Oh, we could do a repaint of Ted DiBiase. In the Grand Toys.
0: Oh, that's right. Good call.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's in the black suit anyway. We could just paint it up to be whatever. The silver and purple.
0: Could definitely do that.
1: There we go. Nate, do we have our jobs yet with uh, Grand Toys? Do we get those back? Uh, (laughs) I think those are strong repaints.
0: I think we're going to be answering phones. I think we got demoted.
1: (laughs) I'll be the mail guy.
0: All right, Scott. I think it's time to talk about the biggest news this past week, and it's not good news at all.
1: No, it's really not. And guys, I'm disappointed in you. Just know that.
0: Nitro stage failed. Uh, It did. They did. And when I say they, Mattel put out a note or an email to everybody. And it says, we want to thank the WWE Universe for your interest and support. Unfortunately, the WCW Monday Nitro entrance stage crowdfund did not meet our initial funding goal. So it won't be created and you won't be charged. If you live outside the U.S. and were charged, you will see a refund within three to five business days. We have so many other things planned, so stay tuned to Mattel Creations for more exciting projects.
1: Yeah, but I'm sure those will be in other lines for a while. Yeah. I think I think we're honestly like, we're on timeout.
0: I have a feeling. Look, to the people that, one, couldn't afford this, two, were not a fan of WCW. I understand you guys. You guys are you guys are in the free and clear. You guys didn't have the money to back this. I get it. I completely understand. We've always been in that corner. To the people that weren't WCW fans, again, I get it. This doesn't hit your nostalgia feels. You have no connection to it, so there's no point you guys spending $400 to it. So I get it. This is to the people that trashed it from the get-go. You guys are the ones that started putting the naysayer bug out there into people's ears. And we're like, oh, $400, this is wrong. You guys, Mattel's putting, you know, it's $400. You guys want the Monday Night Raw stage? That's going to be even more when the time comes. Yep. So that's when this was $400, if and only if we get that Monday Night Raw stage, that's going to be $500. Could be $550. So this was a screaming deal. Then, everybody's like, oh, well, I don't want Hogan at 5,000. They should have put in Scott Steiner. Well, they did put in Scott Steiner. Then guess what happened? Yeah, still hit another stall point at about 2,100, 2,200. And then everybody's kept finding things to nitpick about. And it's like, Jesus, calm your tits. Come on. I, I don't know. I'm just so mad at the naysayers that just kept crapping on it every two seconds. Like, it was never good enough of what they were going to do. And that's what drives me nuts. So, anyways, I'm going to get off my soapbox. I it just drives me nuts because I really wanted this. I didn't know what I the, did. Too. I didn't know what the hell I was going to do with this thing.
1: I was I was like already shopping <sighs> tables. Oh, were you? Yeah, I was shopping tables. Okay, what's going to fit in the corner and like I'm going to totally set this thing up. We'll get the Monday Nitro ring. It's going to be sweet looking, this whole setup. Yeah, that's that's all scrapped now. And I think Jeff the reason I specifically me myself fell in love with the stage Was because I saw it in person. Yeah. I saw what it was. I saw the sheer size and magnitude of this thing. I saw the figures. And when you think about it. Even if it had hit that 5k cap. And only 5,000. And I was talking to a chair shot. At a chair shot Tim. About this. You're going to have two of the most limited figures. In Mattel's run. In that 5,000 count Steiner. And that 5,000 count Rey Mysterio. I was hoping it would fund just for that reason, because then the collectors that backed it could at least have those figures, even if they didn't want the stage, because you know those stages were going to hit the secondary market. But seeing this thing in person, dude, it was like love at first sight. And I've openly admitted on this show, I wasn't a WCW guy. I was a full-on WWE guy. But the stage, dude, absolutely incredible. And I wanted it to happen for the team at Mattel. Those guys put so much into this. That team loves this brand. They loved that stage, and they made it happen for us, the fans, the collectors, people that have always been like, oh, give us an entrance stage. They finally give us an entrance stage, and it doesn't fund. And, yeah, I mean, we can point fingers. Um, Maybe it wasn't going to have the resale value because of what we saw, what happened with the new-gen arena. People nitpicked about the price point, but when you saw this thing in person, man— that $400 was completely justified. To me, it was even more justified when they added the Steiner to the first tier. Yeah. I was like, dude, that's amazing. Like, this is a deal. Part of me was hoping, and I was talking to Tim also about, because we were texting back and forth, dude. Like, every time it gained a percent, we're like, dude, we're at 68%. Dude, we're at 70%. Dude, we're at 71 We We
0: kept tech. What's between 68 and 70? Yeah, that's why I skipped over that. Too. I had a feeling.
1: Yeah, I, I was just, It was going to bait you. I was just pulling the hook on a fish. Um, it, every time it, it increased in a percentage, we were texting. We were super excited. We wanted this thing to happen. Part of me was hoping that they would throw a Hail Mary and just dump all of the figures into that first level of the 5,000. Just mm. to see if that would be like, let's give it that last, that last second push. Let's just make it happen. And Mattel didn't do that. And look, no guarantee that would have pushed it over the finish line anyway, because Scott Steiner, like you mentioned earlier, Jeff, didn't really give it the bump that was, that was intended or that thought we thought would, it, it would push it. But I'm just, I'm just, I was sad. Like that morning I woke up and I looked and I'm like, damn it. It didn't fund. Yeah. You know, cause I had followed it all the way through midnight the night before and it didn't fund. Then I woke up in the morning and. I looked at it again and no, crowdfund has ended. It didn't fund. It was just, dude, it was depressing.
0: Yeah, it really was, dude. I was
1: like, I was legitimately sad. I mean, not like Guardians of the the Galaxy 3 sad, but I was very, very sad.
0: You mean the Star Wars movie that came out in 1978? Yes, starring Leonard Nimoy, yes. Oh, okay. Leonard Nimoy was in Star Wars? Yeah. Oh, wait, back in 1978? Yeah. Him and Buck Rogers. Yeah. Buck Rogers. The, stars. the wrestler? Buck Rogers?
1: Yes, the wrestler, Jeff. Buck oh, Rogers. Oh, okay.
0: Anyways. I Look, I'm sorry, but I was so pissed off at all the naysayers. Like, every step of the way, it just seemed like people were just crapping on this. Look, was it the most perfect route of Mattel to go with the crowdfund? I don't know. They showed it off at WrestleMania. You know, Steve was pushing it. Uh, I kind of feel they did everything they could you know they gave us Scott Steiner which I then I saw people crapping on it because they were like oh the Steiner's deco's wrong or something like that and I'm like oh it's
1: a mock-up come
0: on oh my god they're gonna get it right it's not it's not final product calm down it was just like every step of the way there was some naysayer just trying to be negative Nancy to crap on this thing and that was the most frustrating thing dude
1: yeah I agree with you
0: by the, by the way, haha, ha, stage didn't fun, you jerks. Ha ha.
1: Oh, yeah. that's fighting words, dude.
0: Get out of here, dude. I'm already pissed off at it, about it. No, no. Did you see the wrong deco on Scott Steiner? <laughs> and did you see them mess up the whole thing? The stage. Yeah.
1: You have a taser for a reason, dude. Use it.
0: I've got a candlestick, stick, actually. Boom. There you go. Yeah. Sandman his ass, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but, anyways, dude, yeah, I'm so pissed off. It's just, there was just negative after negative regarding it. And the $400 price tag was, yeah, it's a bit steep, but I mean, take into effect inflation to so the people that were just crapping on it every step of the way. Just leave us yeah. alone. Just get out of the game if you're going to be this negative.
1: Yeah, being negative just for the sake of being negative and wanting to poop on something, it, it, it sucks, dude, because. There were a lot of people that really wanted this thing to happen. And it's just, again, I know I said this before, but it's amazing to me that there weren't 5,000 of us. That just blows me away. And I know that people bought multiple and it's still, it just, it didn't hit the finish line and that sucks. And like you said, we can point fingers and try to figure out the reason. But at the end of the day, it just, the bottom line is it didn't cross the finish line. We're not getting a nitro stage. And I think if you saw this thing in person, and you backed it because of that, you're heartbroken just like Jeff and I right now. And a lot of other people that backed this thing that really wanted it to happen and it sucks.
0: The other people that kind of got on my nerves were the people that were like, oh, you know, if it gets close, I guess I'll fund it. What was close? Like what's your magic number yeah. in your head? You either put your money in and help it or you get your money back. Like everybody's gonna be getting their money back. It's just fund the Right. Think. You know, all the people are like, oh, I guess if it gets close, you know. Yeah, what
1: are you sitting on the sidelines for? Jump in or don't. But like, what the hell are you waiting for?
0: Yeah, like magically, like within the, if it gets close, you're all of a sudden $400 doesn't appear in your bank account and then you'll fund it. Like, dude, put your money in or don't.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And I love that they made payment plans available to people. But, you know, I, I think that they did everything right. I think that the demand was there for a stage because when they debuted that one stage at that access everybody went crazy for it. So I don't think Mattel was crazy to go in this direction because people have been clamoring for a stage um just I mean I guess I guess there's just not enough demand for WCW Nitro. Now I'm a little bit concerned for the upcoming Monday Night Wars set. in all honesty because this stage didn't fund and granted that's 400 bucks but that ring that comes with Bischoff, that's gonna be what hundred 150
0: uh probably yeah around there cuz well you the ultimate edition Kane the ultimate edition Raw Ring with Kane that was what 100 120 130
1: okay so there you go you can pretty much figure it's going to be right around that price point
0: right right so, so if
1: you're not funding a humongous stage with figures for 400 you know are you going to buy the ring with Bischoff at 130 you know are you going to buy all of the ultimates and all of the elites that come out for the Monday night wars like i I don't know. I'm a little concerned for that line now, based on this thing not funding.
0: Eh, uh, I heard the Nitro Stage didn't fund. Uh,
1: yeah, we couldn't. We couldn't uh, stretch it out, Stu.
0: Uh, do I need to go stretch out the people that all uh, they were like poo pooing on it right away?
1: Yes, yes. Stretch yeah. out the poo pooers.
0: Stretch out the poo pooers. <laughs> yes, that's what she said. Uh. <laughs> You're right, Stu.
1: That is what she said
0: stretch out the poopers.
1: Yes. Uh, stretch them.
0: I need to uh I need to uh, go take my afternoon walk. <laughs> I go by a yoga studio and I see people stretching out and they're like yeah, uh, yes. Oh. Stretch out, yes.
1: Uh, I see. Yeah. You're lucky Helen, right? Yeah. Uh, all right. Go stretch out those poopers.
0: I'm going to stretch out the We poop- need him to suffer. Yeah, uh, stretch out the poopers. <laughs> <laughs> suffer. Uh, <laughs> That's what she said. Uh.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Stu.
0: Thank you, Stu. He had to bring it back to a comedy.
1: His, his timing was perfect. Uh, it was perfect, yes. It's a, it's a perfect stretch.
0: <laughs> All right, let's get into uh, some questions from the Wrestling Figs message boards. First question comes in from J Cookie, 1986. 1986, that was a good year, J Cookie.
1: Yes, it was. Yes, it was.
0: Steve, can you tell us if WrestleMania 38 Stone Cold is in main Elite Line or an exclusive series like Pay-Per-View Wave? I was wondering if the top picks Wave with Ray, Riddle, and Cody will have all new Deco or are some re-releases. And last, I'm really impressed with the Elite 103 Street Profits, but do you know if Montez Ford will have his new tattoo? He got it done in 2021, but I was wondering because he showed down... T- Tennessee Titans pack doesn't have the tattoo. Thanks.
1: Whoa. He was doing so well up until then.
0: No, he did not take this to BK to have it proofread.
1: Obviously not. Nor did he approach the English teacher you had over at your house.
0: <laughs> she has blocked KBW on her phone. I'll tell you. <laughs> His kick can't get through. His sidekick cannot get through. All right, Jay cookie. Let's talk about uh punctuations before we go into what Steve answered. Commas. Commas mean everything, dude. Honestly. Periods dude. help too. Yes, periods do as well. Even a semicolon. Colon. <laughs> to his first question Stone Cold's home will be revealed this month. Second question Cody will have new deco in the new upcoming Top Picks Elite. Ray and Riddle are re releases. Three. Glad you like the new Street Profit figures. Period. Not sure about Montez's tattoo. Period. Sorry. Period. Proper punctuation. Period. Period. <laughs> Next question comes from Kirk eight one five. I'm not sure if it has been clarified yet, but will Ultimate Edition eighteen Macho Man come with a shirt? If so, will it be like his first ultimate or like the shirt that came with the new gen ultimate? Steve said he'll have a soft good shirt.
1: Do you have that uh ultimate pre order, Jeff? Or no?
0: No, I don't. Okay. I'm going to just hope that I can find it in stores.
1: Okay. Gotcha. I've got mine pre-ordered along with elite one Oh three Roman on BBTS. And they've already sold out of the ultimate Randy Savage or I'm sorry, the ultimate Randy Orton. That's going to be in with that Randy Savage. That one's gone. Randy Orton's already sold out and they've sold out of, I want to say three of the six elites in series one Oh three. So BBTS man, they're moving some wrestling figures.
0: Have you checked entertainment earth?
1: Uh, no, actually, I have not. And we talked to Kyle Peterson about that, actually, when we were in um, L.A. for WrestleMania. And no, I haven't really looked at Entertainment Earth too much. I need to jump on that one as well.
0: Okay. Next question comes in from Undertaker fan 22 I wonder who he's a fan of. Hmm.
1: I'm going to guess the number 22.
0: Yeah. Will
1: Clark. Good job, man. Will Clark. Yeah.
0: Are there any upcoming first-time in the line elite-style figures of legends that haven't been showed yet? And he put in parentheses, besides Captain Lou Albano, Rosie and the headbangers. Steve said Yes. Period. Period. Next question comes in from Purple Headed Reigns.
1: Uh, Jeff, that's Purple Reigns.
0: <laughs> oh, I misread that, sorry.
1: You did, yeah, but that's okay.
0: purple oh, next question comes in from Purple Reigns. After backlash in that entrance, I'm completely sold on a bad bunny elite. Hmm. Hell, I'll take a Mattel Creation's Ultimate. This dude's speaking my language. Purple headed Reigns knows what he's doing. Does he have a merch deal? (laughs) Steve said, if he's made available to us, we'll certainly make figs.
1: And there it is. I feel like we should do a shot every time. Well, not you, Jeff,
0: because you don't drink.
1: But every time that comes up, boom, do a shot.
0: Yep. Everybody should do a shot every time he does the control C, control V answer. Yes, correct. Next question comes in from Jane Laugh 77. He said, Steve would be doing the nitro stage as a made to order be an option. He put a period, but that should be a question mark. I Correct. would, I would pay more than $400 for the stage and all the figures, and I think other diehard WCW fans would too. Can this be explored, please?
1: Can I just say too soon?
0: Yeah, kind of dig, digging the knife in. Yeah,
1: yeah, the body's not even rotting yet, and we're already like, hey, let's try to put the life paddles to it and bring it back. <laughs> it's, it's, dude, it's way too soon.
0: Steve said, "I honestly don't believe enough people would pay what it would realistically cost at less than 5,000 units produced."
1: Yeah, and there it is. And so now, I mean, now you have his answer too—that it doesn't make sense to them financially to make this thing because of the cost. It only made sense at 5,000, at $400 a pop. Yep. So to the people bitching about the cost, man, I mean, if that was the only reason you didn't jump in, like, like Jeff said, if you didn't have the money, that's one thing. But if you had it and just wanted to poopoo on it because, oh, they're charging too much. I don't think so, man. If you saw this thing in person, you would get it. You would totally get it. But we'll, look, we'll never know. So we're kind of beating
0: a dead horse here. Did Scott say horse? <laughs> <laughs> Next question comes in from Dustin0704. He said, how soon before we get the new World Heavyweight Championship belt in the line? I know it's about a year for figures, but it seemed like the new United States and Intercontinental titles were made pretty quickly. Steve said, a year, give or take, like anything else.
1: Yep, that's kind of what we figured. I think we had actually mentioned that when it came up, uh, what, last week, week before? Yeah. We said probably about a year or so. So there you go. Yep. Definitely yeah. be getting it, though. I wonder who, uh, who's going to be the initial holder of that title, Jeff.
0: It's got to be Seth Rollins.
1: Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking, too.
0: So, and he, okay, I don't want a fantasy book. We're not a fantasy booking wrestling show. But it has to be Seth Rollins. Reason being... He's the only one that didn't lose to Reigns during Reigns' title run that he that had the opportunity to face Reigns.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of a, a fluky finish.
0: Exactly. So, he did not lose to Reigns. So, going forward, I think putting the belt on him makes the most sense.
1: Agree. Agree. And his character is super over right now, so yeah. Oh, yeah. It all makes sense. If you had asked me before everything started Monday night, I would have said Cody. Yeah. But I think Honestly, I think Cody is still destined to win those titles that Roman's holding.
0: All right, Scott, we've got Elite Series 84 up next. What do you say we jump into it?
1: Let's go talk about it.
0: Before we get into Elite Series 84, we want everybody to head on over to WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. Of course, over there, you can find almost every wrestling figure ever made over at WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. But this week, what we want you guys to do is go to the WWE section, go to the main Elite line section, look for 51 to 100, scroll down just a bit, find that button that says Series, click on 84 and follow along as Scott reads off this list. Again, that's all over at the Dylan Created Wonderful Wrestling Figure Database dot com. And Scott, before we get into the series, you actually found some stuff called Museum Joe.
1: Uh, yes, untested as of yet. But one of the major problems I'm having with my detox is I open up the door and it's enough of a shake to make things because I've got uh, risers on each shelf. And what it does is there's enough of a shake to where it causes the figures to fall. And if you have like a, a fourth, third, or second row figure fall, obviously you're talking domino effect. So I was doing a little bit of research. I actually talked to a uh, special guest, Sean's wife and Helica about this too. Uh, she's got display shelves in their bedroom that she's got figures and collectibles and stuff on statues. And she kind of turned me on to this stuff called museum gel. Uh, it is, you can get it on Amazon. It's clear museum gel. And once I'm able to apply it, basically you just take a little ball of it, stick it on the bottom of the figure's feet, slap them down on the riser, and presto, change-o, no-movo. They stand still. <laughs> that's that's the goal. That's the hope. So once I'm able to test it out, I will do a follow-up.
0: Is that the uh, Harry Potter spell? Presto, no-movo?
1: Presto, change-o, no-movo and then they're supposed to stand still in the Detolf. So I'm going to be testing it out. I still need to build that third Detolf. Uh, Once that's done, I'll put the rest of the risers in, slap some of the stuff on the bottom of the figure feet, and uh, we'll see what happens.
0: All right. We need a follow-up. Yeah, there will definitely be a follow-up for sure. All right. All right, Scott, what you got for WWE Elite Series 84? Yes, sir. Mattel, WWE Elite
1: Series 84, consisted of Angel Garza. He was in blue trunks, white boots, Came with removable soft goods pants. Think party boy here. (laughs) Next up, Buddy Murphy was in black tights. Had a Seth Rollins Messiah Polly Pocket style shirt. Rhea Ripley, she was in her black gear. Came packaged with a Polly Pocket style black vest. Roman Reigns came with an official Roman Reigns bulletproof vest. Polly Pocket style. Soft goods wreck everyone and leave shirt and a floating head. Yep. bonus uh Seamus was the next in the line necklace accessory and a soft goods weird snake sucking on its tail shirt <laughs> that was your description Jeff
0: well that's all I could see was just a snake sucking on its tail
1: yes that's uh that was actually the official name of the shirt snake sucking on its tail what did you see a snake sucking on its tail
0: after I said it I huh? could yeah un- I couldn't unsee it yeah, you couldn't unsee it, un- un- see it.
1: It was there forever. (laughs) Next up, Zelina Vega. This was in her Queen Zelina look. She was in her red gear. Came packaged with a crown and a long jacket slash robe. Last, certainly not least, Jeff Hardy. He was your variant in the series. Regular version was blue and white face paint with black and blue armbands. Variant version, red and white face paint with white and black armbands. Came with a Polly Pocket style Jeff Hardy shirt. Was wearing black pants and Jeff... That rounds out Elite Series 84.
0: I would like to point out that we have the power couple of Buddy Murphy and Rhea Ripley in here.
1: Yes, sir. We do.
0: I think they were forecasting the or foreshadowing their relationship.
1: Yeah, exactly. Mattel called that one.
0: Yeah, exactly. They always say the Simpsons are Nostradamus, but I'm going to say Mattel is.
1: Yeah, they were in this one for sure.
0: Favorite figure in this one?
1: Oh, um, Zelina Vega. Zelina? Yeah, that's a good looking figure, dude. Okay. All put together with Oliver Queen gear. Fantastic figure.
0: I'm always a fan of Buddy Murphy figures and I don't know why. They did a good job on Buddy Murphy. Yeah, they really did. I, we talked about an earlier line or early, earlier elite series that he was in. I forget which number that was. When he came with the Cruiserweight title? Yeah, and that was an underrated yep. figure. But it was still real, it was still really good. It seemed like they got the right body type and everything. I thought they did the same thing here. So I, I I like the Buddy Murphy as just because they do well on Buddy Murphy figures.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They definitely nailed them. That's a great figure. Actually, pretty much every figure in this assortment is really good. Yeah. I don't think there's really a bad one in the series.
0: And i like to point out another crown.
1: Yes. Good point. Yes. Another crown.
0: This was the running elite series with crowns because we've had Mae Young, Montez Ford, Zelina Vega. Jerry Lawler. Jerry Lawler. Uh, there was one other one that I know I'm missing
1: that we talked about. Lots of crowns. Was it Baron Corbin?
0: King Corbin? King Corbin. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, there was a lot of crowns going on in this.
1: Yeah, there was a run for sure. I don't even know if I even noticed that when these were all coming out, but in retrospect, now being able to look back on them, you're right. There was definitely a run of crowns here.
0: All right. We've got some eBay prices to go over. We got Angel Garza with the removable soft good pants. Last sold eBay listing was May 5th. Seller wanted $22.99, but accepted (laughs) $6.90.
1: Aim low, my friends.
0: (laughs) This person really wanted the Angel Garza out of their collection.
1: Man. And again, we've said this before. At that point, why not open it?
0: Yeah, seriously. Or why not donate it? Right.
1: What are you getting from that?
0: Now, I did want to point out that there was one Angel Garza that did sell one day prior to may 5th so this would have been on star wars day may 4th for $1.99 on one bid ouch that's yeah.
1: that's dangerously close to the keith lee line
0: yeah i think the seller that sold it on may 5th was like oh crap one sold yesterday for 2 bucks and i can get $6.90 yeah i'm triple my money <laughs>
1: <laughs> like honestly after ebay fees and shipping what are you really making here like Donate that thing, man. Put it in a bag and save it for Christmas for Toys for Tots. Like, come on.
0: Buddy Murphy with the Seth Rollins Messiah Polly Pocket style shirt. Last sold eBay listing was May 4th. Seller wanted $25.50 but but accepted $22.95. Rhea Ripley with the Polly Pocket black vest. Last sold eBay listing was May 10th for $25.97 on a buy it now. Romans with the wreck, it, wreck everyone and leave shirt and the floating head. eBay seller wanted $28.96, but accepted $23.17 on May 9th. 17 cents. It's
1: very specific.
0: Specificus. 2316?
1: Absolutely not. All right, fine. 2317.
0: 17, yes, yes. <clears throat> you had me at 17, sir. Seamus, with the soft goods, weird snake sucking on its tail shirt. Last sold eBay listing was May 6th. (laughs) Now, this was not mint on card. The box was ripped in the upper right-hand corner, but it still sold on May 6th for $16.54 on a buy it now. Lena Vega, Queen's Lena Vega look, crown robe, last sold eBay listing. May 3rd, seller wanted $25 but accepted $22. Jeff Hardy, which was your variant in this? Polly Pocket Jeff Hardy shirt, blue and white face paint, the regular variant being the red and white face paint. Last sold eBay listing for the regular was on May 1st for $28 on a Buy It Now. Variant sold May 9th for $29.99 on a Buy It Now. Hmm.
1: Okay. So, I mean, not much action here above retail. I mean, these aren't like life-changing numbers for anybody selling the set. So
0: Yeah, it's not like when we went back and did... Elite Series one last week, and CM Punk sold for two hundred sixty-five bucks.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's big money right there. Give it time, though. You know, put another hundred series in the books. These things might be going for something.
0: Yeah, as I've mentioned numerous times, I'm curious to see what these figures will be priced out at in a couple of years. Right now, as we're getting close to Series, what's on the shelves right now, one hundred
1: uh yeah 101 102 somewhere in there.
0: yeah as we're getting closer these figures are not holding value but like Scott said, just give it about 80 something series and let's see where they're at.
1: Yeah that's not mine in your game. we're not looking to sell but you know for those of you that do resell after time, yeah these things could definitely appreciate.
0: time after time when you fall, I will catch I will be waiting. Time after time.
1: Nailed it. Well Na- done, KBW.
0: Now five. Yes. <laughs> I'm still working that's, on That's our teaser. Although I may do the Bad Bunny song that he came out to at Backlash. That may be my teaser.
1: That'll make a lot of sense if you have that picture of you next to a horse. Yes, yes. That'll you be know. a great album cover, actually.
0: You know, when the crowd was singing along, I was singing along, too. I was like, "Hala, hala," You know, I was like that. I see. Yes, I was singing I along. I was singing you too.
1: really enjoyed it. Good for you.
0: Yes, yes, very much so.
1: We all did KBW.
0: Yeah, so Hung Like a Horse. Right. That might be right. my first single of not doing anybody else's song. I might write a song called Hung Like a Horse.
1: Oh, it's going to mm. be a KBW original.
0: Actually, you know what? I take that back. That's going to be the name of my album. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you've already got the picture for it, so... You're yeah. a step ahead.
0: Yes, I've got my stallion outside.
1: Your st- stallion,
0: my stallion. Yeah, you know, like the young stallions.
1: Uh, my question is: Do you put a saddle on it, KBW, or do you ride him bareback?
0: <laughs> you said bareback.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just wondering what your preference was. Where That's is all.
0: his line, dude? I,
1: I, I, he's so confusing. I don't know where he draws his lines, dude.
0: Dude, he is all over the place. He's been wa- the more Chappelle show he watches, the more like, I don't know, the more vulgar he gets.
1: Yeah, he's getting filthy. Mm. He's getting filthy.
0: We want everybody to go check out WrestlingToyTracker.com. Over there, they have almost every figure ever made over at WrestlingToyTracker.com. If you're in the hunt for any of the lines such as LJN's, Gloobs, Hasbro's, Just Toys, Bendems, Defining Moments, or Retros, head on over there and see if you're getting a fair market value. Again, that's Wrestling Toy tracker dot com all right let's head on over to our podcasting buddies we got breaker and bane's power hour they do retro talk they do wrestling talk they do all the talk over breaker and bane's power hour love those two guys over there we got breaker and daniel cross doing rumble wheel where pants are encouraged but are optional perfect
1: i prefer when pants are optional
0: me too dude Yeah. yeah yeah
1: like you said sometimes you just gotta donald duck it
0: Also, check out Breaker's Side Project, TB Toycast as well. And let's talk about Steve and Eric over at the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. First, let's talk about their show they dropped this past week. It was talking about Hogan and Piper in WCW. Ooh, okay. Yeah. I like that. And the disaster that was. (laughs) I listened to it and it was pretty funny just going over disaster after disaster. It was kind of funny. Aw. So, anyways, head on over there. Listen to Steve and Eric discuss the Hogan and Piper saga in WCW. Also, check out their Facebook group as well. Fun memes going on over there. We got Steve Hoker posting memes. We got Christopher Salima posting memes all the time. We got everybody posting memes. So, head on over to Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. We've got Jordan and Joe with the Stolen Gimmicks Podcast, one of my favorite shows that I love listening to. They actually did a thing where they are – how they would book something. And I was thinking, Scott, if you had to go back in time and rebook one storyline, what would it be? Oh, geez. How would you book it? And then what would you change? And then what would be the next few months following that?
1: I'm just picking one storyline ever.
0: Well, yeah, because we're rounding out the show and I was just going to have you just pick one that
1: dude, I've been watching wrestling for like what? 40 years now. It's not like that. Almost 40 years. I and mean, you're you're asking me uh, just on the fly. Just pick one storyline, and what would you change? I have an I know what I would change. Well, you've had time to think about this.
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: <laughs> right. Um, the thing. I mean, I- is it too crazy to say I would make Van Hammer the heavyweight champion? Get out! Hey, you're the one putting me on the spot.
0: Van Hammer champion. I'm kidding. Jesus Christ.
1: Okay, I would not have had flair dropped the belt to ronnie garvin before starrcade 87
0: <laughs> that makes complete sense to me
1: <clears throat> i would have had flair just go over garvin in the main event of starrcade ronnie garvin becoming champion was ridiculous dude it, it was re- and i know we touched on this in the drunk wrestling history Starcade 87, but like the more i've had time to think about that it was absolutely ridiculous that guy should not have held the heavyweight title the belt was almost larger than he was
0: I still love that story, though. I think we told it on the show before, but I'll tell it again real, real fast. So Scott stayed at Big Dave's house, uh, spent the night over there, but we were going to go pick him up. When I say we, mom and dad and I, were going to go pick him up from Dave's parents' house. Scott didn't watch WCW that day or NWA that day. I did. They showed the highlights of Ronnie Garvin beating Ric Flair for the heavyweight title. We get to Big Dave's house. We pick up Scott. We're driving home, and I go, Scott, Ronnie Garvin is champion. <laughs> We're in the back seat listening to Huey Lewis's sports album. Great album.
1: One of the best of all time.
0: One of the best of all time. And I go, Ronnie Garvin beat Ric Flair. You said, there is no way Ronnie Garvin beat Ric Flair. I said, dude, I saw today on WCW, NWA, Ronnie Garvin beat Ric Flair. You said, there's no way.
1: Mm-hmm. I didn't believe you.
0: Finally, I was like, I watched it. You said... How about this? If Ronnie Garvin beat Ric Flair, I owe you one penny. If you are lying to me, you little shit, then you owe me a dollar. Scott paid up that penny and I thought I was rich. (laughs) It's like Chappelle Shaw. I was like, I'm rich, bitch. You know, stuff like that, dude. (laughs) But it felt so good getting that penny from Scott, even though it was a penny, you know. And not me not understanding currency at that time. But, but that tells like, you,
1: even like young brained Scott was like, dude, come on.
0: Yeah, Ronnie there's, Garvin, really? There's no possible way Ronnie Garvin, who was just US tag champ. Yeah. Th- this cannot be fathomed. There's no way.
1: It, right. Right. If anything, in all honesty, it should have been gorgeous Jimmy Garvin. Gorgeous Jimmy Garvin would at least have been a way more believable heavyweight champion. than ronnie garvin
0: agreed yes yeah
1: way more charisma way more over with the crowd like ronnie garvin was fine for his spot heavyweight champion was just out of his league so there you go if i could rebook one thing just the quick answer ronnie garvin as heavyweight champion
0: okay uh so how would you rebook it what would happen the next couple months real quick Okay, so if
1: you did have to stick with Garvin— Okay, so look, even even if you don't have Ronnie Garvin beat Ric Flair, Flair beats Garvin at Starrcade 87, breaks his leg, quote-unquote, you know, kayfabe brother, breaks Ronnie Garvin's leg in the cage with the help of the Horseman, <coughs> Jimmy Garvin comes in, saves Ronnie Garvin, and that starts a feud with Gorgeous Jimmy Garvin so that Gorgeous Jimmy beats Flair at Great American Bash 88.
0: Mm, I don't see Gorgeous Jimmy as a uh, champion.
1: I do. I 100% think that gorgeous Jimmy Garvin could have been heavyweight champion. It would have been believable to me, dude. He was way over with the crowd, dude. He was super over with the crowd. He was, he was, but
0: I don't know. I don't
1: know. I mean, I understand they were pushing Luger to that spot because of what happened with Dusty in in StarKid87 and, you know, the subsequent months and Wyndham turning on Luger. Like, I understand all of that. Okay, so maybe not at the bash. Maybe you have Garvin have a title match at the next pay-per-view. I would have loved to see them put the strap on Gorgeous Jimmy.
0: Did Scott say strap on? <laughs> oh, damn it.
1: <laughs> Be careful tonight,
0: dude. I know, dude. He's, I'm going to lock him in his room.
1: Yeah, I would say keep your door locked for sure.
0: My book rebooking, Booker T beats Triple H at Ooh. WrestleMania 19.
1: Yes, sir. That's excellent right there. The, excellent. Next,
0: the next couple months, and I hate to say this guy's name, but I think they should have rehashed this in WC in WWF Booker T defends the heavyweight title against Chris Benoit. And they have a best of seven series rehash it from Ooh. WCW. Okay. Booker T continues the reign, but I think that that would have been the next few months of the.
1: Well, yeah. Cause you have to establish your champion and that's, that would be a great way to do it by putting him in a best of seven
0: with that guy. Cause I'm not going to say his name. Exactly. So anyways, I just thought I would talk about that. I thought that was kind of fun. Oh, uh, definitely. Yeah. Uh, Check out the Chick Foley show as well. They had a fun show this past week with Jordan, Seth, Sheena, and Marco. Also check out Justin over at Wrestling Cheers. You got RJ over at Ringside Rant. By the way, Scott, uh, going back to Justin, you are his favorite tune.
1: Oh, honestly. Yeah. Flattered. Yeah. Honestly flattered.
0: I and to which I replied, I get it. <laughs> Scott's our parents favorite. I'm
1: the, oh yeah right dude come on now
0: my parents or everybody in the family thinks i'm the low hanging fruit so <laughs> that's because well, look,
1: you didn't paint the house pink that one time and the cat and the cat and the screen door and yeah
0: true story <gasps> check out marty and rucker at boots of the face tim's pulling up a chair with the fig life soda and ethan are talking about nascar over at in the marbles pod and scott what you got for drunk wrestling history
1: Yes, give us a follow on Twitter at Wrestling Underscore Drunk. A couple things of note here. The show that dropped this past Friday is Hulk Hogan's, or a discussion on, Hulk Hogan's 1998 WCW contract. It's insane.
0: 1998 contract?
1: Correct. So he had signed a deal in 94 when he left, you know, was done with WWF, signed a contract with WCW in 1994. That ran for two years. He signed another deal in ninety six. It was coming up due in May of 98. He signed another, he signed a four-year deal at this time, May of 98 with WCW. So we go through the contract from top to bottom, front to back, side to side, and analyze, discuss, and scoff at the ridiculousness of Hulk Hogan's 1998 WCW contract. Okay. It's, yeah, I hadn't even thought about it. And Eddie's like, dude, we need to talk about this. And he was right. We needed to talk about this. Break down the details of it. Yes, it's insane. And another thing of note for Drunk Wrestling History, Sports Sportskeeda did an interview with Adam, Eddie, and myself. Uh, it's going to be posting up on their website. Eddie will share links on our Twitter. Again, that's wrestling underscore drunk. Uh, he'll post the links up. Uh, we did an interview with them uh, this past week. And a lot of fun. It was a little over an hour. <coughs> and we discussed a, a, just a number of things, kind of how we all got into wrestling, uh, favorite wrestlers, our, our views on just you name it. We discussed it. It was a blast. We had a ton of fun doing it uh, again. Eddie will post up links on our Twitter account, but definitely check that out. Uh, it was a lot of fun and uh, that'll drop again. That'll drop Monday or as you're listening to this, it'll drop tomorrow. So definitely give, uh, give it a look, give it a listen wrestling underscore drunk on Twitter because we're not always accurate, but we're always drunk.
0: That's awesome guys. I'm, I'm happy for you guys.
1: Thank you very much. Yeah. And it was random. They reached out to Eddie and, asked if he wanted to do an interview and he said sure thing and it all kind of came together really quick so yeah it was a lot of fun had a blast doing it
0: guys on sports Skeet Skeet, huh
1: yes those guys those are the ones
0: <laughs> Skeet. skeet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and actually if you're uh you're familiar with Eddie's uh fat for 50 fat for 50 fat for 50 where he's uh <laughs> he's donating some goods of his
0: oh i heard about that last amazon year for
1: amazon gift cards yeah yeah fat for It's <laughs> fat for 50 I need to get in on that. <laughs> he's got people reaching out to him. That's the funny part.
0: Oh, really? Yeah.
1: He's like, yeah, how do I get involved in that? I was like, you see what you started? Like, People are reaching out to him like.
0: fat for 50.
1: <laughs> yeah. He actually shares a couple of exclusive stories about that on the Sportskeeda interview that are worth the listen alone.
0: <laughs> I know, dude. If I'm doing it for free, why not get an Amazon gift card, you know?
1: Get... Why not get eight of them at 50 bucks a pop?
0: Also, check out Marty and Sarah of Love Wrestling. Scott, roll call
1: so that's that's a lot dude you're like you're emptying out knee cartilage at some point if you're doing it too often anyway (laughs) roll call gonna get throw it out to the great jason wolf that's jason w-u-l-f if you need artwork if you need custom hasbro figures jason is your guy he is your hookup you gotta check him out check out his work on his social media accounts again that's jason wolf w-u-l-f artwork custom hasbros he's the dude and jeff that rounds out roll call
0: And that rounds out episode 381. Scott, anything else?
1: Stay safe. Stay healthy. Fig life since 2016. And happy toy hunting.
0: Oh, God. Stu wants to do the outro this week.
1: Oh. I got
0: it. I want to thank everybody for listening to episode 381. Hopefully you were stretched out during it or you did some stretching. During this episode of episode 381. I hope also this is ASMR to you. This is Stu Hart. I want to thank everybody for listening to episode 381. What's that word you say? Hashtag fake life? No, that's not it. What what other thing do I say?
1: Is it hashtag stretch life?
0: Say, like stretch life? <laughs> <laughs> hashtag hung like a horse. <laughs> oh no, wait, no, that's KBW's thing. I'm not. I'm not gonna steal that. Yeah. Hashtag stretched out life. <laughs> Adios. <laughs> Yeah. Fully holds a bowl. Let's go! Jeff and Scott, the two Brothers, busting out the ring. But we don't take it out the box, M.O.C. Happy toy hunting, we'll see you next week. We're the OGs of WFP